a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Your vote, Utah's vice presidential debate, in-depth coverage on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. We are live from the campus of University of Utah, where in less than five hours, about four and a half hours, the candidates for vice president of our country will take to the debate stage. Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harrah will square off. Uh, in a debate moderated by Susan Page. I introduced you to uh, USA Today reporter Susan Page earlier in the program. This is uh, her first foray into moderating debates. No stranger to speaking uh, with big names, though. She, having interviewed some nine U.S. presidents, six of them while in office, uh, she tonight has made it known that her key to success is, uh, number one, being invisible, as was the plan for Chris Wallace. We'll see how Susan Page pulls it off. And also to be prepared. Research, research, research. She says that is the lesson she learned from last Tuesday. We'll see how she does here in about four and a half hours time live from the campus of University of Utah. Uh, throughout the, the last few days, we have uh, been speculating, trying to figure out, OK, who is going to make their way into the debate hall? And us uh, like people here in media and news, we're all kind of like uh, cajoling, trying to get ourselves in on the debate. I will tell you that I was unsuccessful. Uh, I shouldn't admit that. Right. I should put forth a. Uh, uh, an attitude of or an aura of strength and I can do anything. Well, I couldn't pull this one off. I won't be in the debate hall. But, but, and this is all, of course, due to, to COVID precautions and all that. Something that we have been following is a, a, a sweepstakes of sorts where a number of University of Utah students were able to, and this is hundreds, hundreds uh, attempted. They all put their name in a hat figuratively and uh, there were 60 names drawn. And we've been calling these uh, golden tickets. Now, who are these students? Who are the golden ticket recipients? Who are some of these 60 students who tonight will arguably be witness to the most important vice presidential debate in American history? Uh, I, I believe that to be true. We heard that point argued uh, time and again uh, yesterday on the 200th episode of Live Mike. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't we speak to those students themselves? Joining me now is Henry Droll, uh, a student of University of Utah. Henry, how you doing? Good. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here, and I'm super excited for the uh, debate tonight. So tell me, you, you heard about this contest of sorts. You entered your name. Uh, you, you, your name is drawn. Well, why'd you enter in the first place? Well, so I just saw an email about it, and I thought it would be, like, super cool. It's, like, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go to the vice presidential debate. And yeah. just out of luck, I got picked, and I'm just super excited. When you started your when you started your education career here at the University of Utah, do you imagine that do you imagine that you'd be in a in a setting like this in the midst of a pandemic? 
Uh, yeah, definitely not. Last year when I applied, like COVID wasn't even a thing. And then now it's like part of our everyday lives and it's just something we have to live with. Yeah. Oh, well, tell us about yourself. What are you studying here at the U? Uh, so right now I'm a freshman here at the U. I'm studying biology and I'm on the pre-med track. Oh, very cool. Uh, where do you come from? Uh, I'm from uh, Highland Park, Illinois. It's a suburb north of Chicago. Now, how do you, let's talk about this debate now. You, you are among a lucky few uh, individuals to make it uh, into the, the debate hall tonight. You're going to see this. Uh, I'm sure, did, you, did you call your parents and tell them? How did they react? Of course. Uh, I mean, I, everyone I talk to, they're all super excited. They're all, you know, can't wait to see the debate and super happy that I'm going. Now, let me ask you this. Do you have someone, you need, you need like a technologically savvy someone uh, to be scouring the footage to come from the debate so that they can freeze frame it, take a screenshot uh, of you if you're ever visible there in the audience, get it up on your social media. Listen, I, I get a lot of pressure to perform on social media myself. I can tell you that a, a snapshot like that, you get a lot of likes for that. <laughs> I imagine that. I mean, I'll have, I'll have my roommate, I'll have my parents, I'll have, you know, everyone. Yeah, scouring the debate, you know, trying to trying to get that photo. You do it because listen, forget the candidates. This is about you, right, Henry? You're the winner here. What do you what do you what do you think you'll be seeing? What do you expect to see tonight between these two? Um, I think well, so as you said earlier, this is definitely going to be like one of the most, or if not the most, uh, like important vice presidential vice presidential debate so far. And so I think it's just, especially since both candidates are so old. Uh, presidential candidates. I think right. this is going to be like a big thing if, if like both of them or if like if they might not be able to uh, finish their term. Right. And then also just like COVID uh, with like the new restrictions and then like their views on it. And especially since uh, President Trump got COVID just like yeah. last week. Absolutely. Uh, you, you bring up an interesting point, uh, and it, it, it feels funny to talk about uh, the age of the candidates themselves, but uh, the reality is, you know, they are getting towards the, the, you know, the later years in life, and how much more life is ahead, and what does that mean uh, for the, the vice presidential candidates? The responsibilities uh, may be weightier on their shoulders as they enter into uh, the debate tonight, and ultimately whoever finds themselves uh, is supporting uh, the, the eventual presidential winner. Uh, Henry, listen, thanks so much uh, for your time congratulations on getting that ticket and uh, enjoy yourself tonight i don't know if you're a journal keeper but tonight is a night for an entry make sure you write down all the things you see all the things you feel and everything that you learn of course yeah i'm gonna bring a notebook and my camera and i'm just gonna do, do everything i can that's the way uh, another golden ticket winner uh brayden joins us now brayden how you doing i'm doing pretty good how are you not too bad at all uh what are you looking forward to tonight what do you expect to see uh, I'm looking forward to how you guys mentioned before. This is one of the most, probably the most important vice presidential debate in U.S. history. Two of the oldest candidates, Trump just got sick last week, so there's been a lot of attention on Pence. So it's going to be one of the biggest kind of debates, vice presidential debates in history. So. It'll be a great experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, and this is, this is wild. You, right here on the campus of University of Utah, are in the, the tiniest of pools. There may not have been an audience this small observing something this important uh, ever in history. A pretty, pretty fantastic opportunity for you. And I envy you. Listen, I, I, I've got my own radio show, and I couldn't even, I couldn't even get myself into the debate hall. Uh, so you're doing something pretty special. Tell me this before I let you go. Uh, you, you, you got word that you would be in attendance 
You got the golden ticket. Uh, you started calling family and friends. How'd they react? Uh, funny story, actually. I, I couldn't watch the drawing, but my dad watched it because I, I had class. But I, he watched it, and he actually texted me. So I knew before I got the email that I was going. So he kind of told everybody before I could, but... It was really cool. As I was telling people, I was super excited. It's like once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, definitely something that you won't come across again. So I'm super excited for tonight to see how both candidates do. And and you got a COVID-19 test out of it, uh, and you came back negative. So congratulations there. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right, Braden, listen. uh, Go. You got about four and a half hours before showtime. I envy you. Uh, Go in there. Soak it all up. You heard the advice I gave Henry. Not sure if you're a journal keeper or not, but uh, but tonight is a night to write it all down. You want to hold on to these memories. You share them with the grandkids because history uh, may be written here this evening, and you'll be a witness to it. Thanks again, Braden. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Live from the University of Utah. This time it will be about defending my own record. We're going to lay out the contrast tonight, and it's on. This is Live Mike with Lee Lunsbury. Special coverage of Utah's vice presidential debate on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Four hours and change. That's how far we are from the kickoff of the one and only vice presidential debate here for this election cycle. And where is it taking place? Come on, you know, here, live at the University of Utah, from whence I am broadcasting right now. And the broadcast will continue all the way up to the debate itself and will continue well after when you hear expert analysis from KSL News Radio Zone. Jeff Kaplan and Doug Wright will take to the microphone immediately following the debate. Uh, and be sure to keep the dial tuned here. You will hear this debate. It will take place live, as I mentioned, here in Salt Lake City at the U, and it will be on these airwaves of KSL News Radio. Now, who will be in attendance? Obviously, because of COVID-19, there are, uh, you know, a number of precautions that have to be taken. There will be plexiglass separating the candidates. Uh, So, too, will about 12, 13 feet of space in between them. Uh, Testing here on the campus has been uh, uh, emphasized like you could not believe. Uh, There is like an inner circle and an outer circle. And all of those who are uh, anywhere near the goings-on of this evening, uh, they have been subject to multiple screenings. You heard earlier from some of our reporters, uh, Mary Richards uh, and Paul Nelson. Uh, also, Boyd Matheson, they all had to uh, undergo some uh, some pretty, uh, you know, interesting testing uh, to make sure that they were COVID negative. Uh, happy to report that is the case, and they will then uh, be reporting here live throughout uh, the day. Now, who else then? Who is able to be in the debate hall? Well, uh, we got an email not too long ago from uh, the from the Kamala Harris camp, and it uh, in- informs us as to who are the invited guests of uh, the the Biden Harris 
campaign. Not sure on the the Mike Pence Trump uh, ticket who will be in attendance uh, as guest, but we do know who will be in attendance as a guest of uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and that includes uh, Representative uh, Sandra Hollins, uh, a Democratic member of the Utah State House of Representatives. She's the first African American woman to serve in the Utah State Legislature. Also, uh, Representative Angela Romero. Uh, another Democratic member of the Utah State House of Representatives. She, uh, according to the information sent over, remains focused on protecting essential workers and providing support for families and local businesses. Uh, also, uh, Deborah Gattrell, uh, a veteran, a full-time teacher at Hunter High School, and uh, a, a veteran. Her, her background I- is impressive. A former Black Hawk pilot with 21 years of service here in the Utah Army National Guard. Or, I'm sorry, the Utah National Guard uh, also deployed to a combat zone in the Middle East. Scott Howell, of course, will be in attendance. We hear from Scott often here uh, on this station as he weighs in uh, on Democratic issues. And otherwise, uh, he's the co-chair of the Biden campaign here in Utah and serves as a volunteer and state lead. And lastly, on the list of invited guests of the Biden-Harris camp is Jeff Merchant. You know him. He's the chair of the Utah Democratic Party. Uh, and so, listen, uh, th- these people, uh, their doors will be knocked on, I am sure. What did you see? What did you feel? How did it go? That question also will be extended, I am sure, to uh, one of 60 students, one of 60 lucky students here from the University of Utah who entered their name into a drawing and then received word that, uh, in fact, you are the recipient of a special golden ticket, so to speak. We spoke with Henry and Braden just before the the break there. And now I'd like to welcome to the program another uh, winner, another individual who will be uh, in attendance at tonight's debate, uh, Supreja uh, uh, Ranganathan, uh, joining us now on the, pra- uh, on the program. Supreja, how are you? Hi, uh, I'm doing good. How are you? I, I'm well, thank you. Tell me, how does it feel to, to know that you're going to be witnessing a little bit of history in about four hours and 20 minutes? I was literally on cloud nine. I, I couldn't believe that I got um, like picked up in the lottery. It was just like a random lucky draw that the president of the University of Utah did. And I, I was not able to believe that I was one of the 60 people that is going to witness this amazing debate tonight. Uh, I, I won't ask you to, to reveal anything you're not comfortable with, but uh, are, are, are you decided in this election? And is there anything you could hear tonight that might uh, sway your opinion? Uh, so as an international student, uh, I'm not okay. really allowed to vote. But okay. um, some today's debate, I would only hope that uh, whatever uh, the candidates have to say could sway the vote of, uh, you know, the voters who really are like the swing voters who really haven't made a decision yet. And I really hope that they make the right choice. Yeah. But, uh, um, go ahead. Yeah, they really make the right choice and, you know, uh, really think about what's good, like in the coming years, depending on like whatever they have seen all, all these years so far. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. As an international student, what, what if you come here to the University of Utah to study? Uh, I, I'm a PhD candidate in the Department of Biochemistry. Okay. Well, well, let me ask you this. This is a total tangent, unrelated to uh, the ticket and the uh, the debate that you'll see this evening. But it, w- it was just announced that, uh, that the Nobel Prize for Chemistry has been awarded to, to two women. Uh, yeah. Have you had a, a chance to, to dive into their research? W- what does that mean to you? Uh that's something like that was like the best news that I woke up to this morning. Uh, like two women scientists who are like amazing um, people as well. 
uh, that got um, the Nobel Prize this morning. And their work is something that most of the labs in the country and all over the world are using that technique like in their day-to-day activities and which is something that I also use in my PhD work, the, the gene editing system. And that is just, yeah. Let me take advantage of your of your of your knowledge here. What, what, what did they win this prize for? What is this uh, gene editing? So, previously, people have um, used a lot of various techniques, but this particular gene editing is like very precise. Just by using um, a short RNA molecule and a protein, you just inject that in the, into the cells, and they are just able to go and precisely edit specific part of the DNA wherever it is. And um, as of now, it has been extensively used in um, bench work, like studies, and uh, not really into the clinical yet. There are people are still studying the clinical part of these, um, this particular technique, but a lot of people have successfully used it to edit uh, the DNA in, you know, lab uh, work, and then uh, utilize that to precisely edit and not really have a secondary effect. Fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, Supraja, congratulations again. You, you will be in attendance uh, mm-hmm. this history-making event, which honestly may have an impact on the trajectory of the history of this nation. And uh, yeah, as yeah. goes this country, so goes the world in, in many respects. Uh, you uh, are amongst a very exclusive group of people. I envy you. I tried to get a ticket myself. I couldn't pull it off. Uh, and you yeah. did. Congratulations to you. Uh, and as I have given advice to the others in attendance, uh, not sure if you keep a journal or not, uh, but you should tonight write down all of your observations, all your feelings, all the questions you have and that are answered. Uh, keep a record of what you are able to observe here this evening. Supraja, thanks again. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.